Welcome to the Mum Boss Podcast, hosted by me, Renee O'Neill. I'm your host, life and business coach for mums, and a mum of two myself. I'm here to help you be the present mum you're wanting to be, whilst also having a successful business, because you can have both. It doesn't have to be one or the other. You have come to the right place if you're a mum who dreams of time and financial freedom and wants to be fulfilled in life alongside motherhood. This podcast is a place where you can come to be inspired and empowered whilst also getting tangible tips, advice and strategies to help you in your life and business. So let's dive in. So on today's episode, I have another special guest for you. So Chrissy is a mum of two and she also has her own business named Hiring Advantage. And she has over 12 years experience in the recruiting industry. And she's super passionate about helping small business owners hire and grow their teams and scale so that they can, you know, continue doing the things that they love, build success and and wealth and growth and all of the things. And you'll see that Chrissy is somebody who loves people. She loves connecting with others. And so I just know that you're going to love her. Plus, she has a pretty amazing accent. So can't wait for you to meet her and get to know her a little bit more. And I'm sure if you're a mum who has a business or you're aspiring to have a business, you'll be super inspired about what Chrissy's been able to create and what she's all about. So I can't wait for you to take a listen. Okay, so I am so excited. I have Chrissy on my podcast today and I can't wait for you guys to get to know her and what she's all about and learn a little bit about what she's doing and the difference she's making in her business and all of the things. So welcome Chrissy to the podcast. Hey Renee, so excited to be here. Yay! So I would love for you to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what it is you do. Yes. So, hey everyone, I'm Chrissy. I'm and I am the founder of Hiring Advantage. So, Hiring Advantage is kind of a what it says on the tin. Um, so it is a business that supports small businesses with their hiring. Um, so essentially, in a nutshell, I saw a bit of a gap in the market for small business. And something I've done in corporate for years is worked in internal hiring. Um, so the business is essentially designed for me to come and work as your internal recruiter for small business. So I work really closely with business owners to understand what their hiring needs are. And then I go away and do the do advertise for you, source for you, screen for you, and then get you a short list of the top candidates only. But I be you only with lots and lots of hiring and recruitment experience. <laughs> um, so I love what I do. It's, um, it's a new business. It's an old solution, but so far it is going great ones. So yes. yes. <laughs> and it's funny because Chrissy and I know each other because we're actually in a mastermind um, together. So we've gotten to know each other. And I know that your business is doing so well. And, you know, your, the clients that you've worked with have received such great results. And, like, 
you know, they've, they've given you such great feedback in, in what you've been able to do for them. So I know that um, you are very, very good at what you do. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, I think it's easy to get results when you love what you do and you yeah. live and breathe it. So I think that's what's so incredible about this small business community is people are only doing work that they love and they're passionate about. Mm-hmm. I, I think if, I think to put that much effort in to start a business, you've got to really love what you do and you live and breathe it. Right. So all my algorithms, all my algorithms are very much geared towards hiring. So if I look on any social media, there's just hiring information. And All my friends outside of the small business community from many years of corporate are all recruiters. I'm a fully fledged hiring dork. (laughs) Um, So it is just something I'm really passionate about. And uh, I always knew I wanted to at some point start a business. And I I really, I really, really like hiring. Like for me, one of the biggest thrills is finding the right job for the right company. And it's that simple for me. Like it, I get lit up. I get so excited. Um, and just to solve that problem for other people is awesome. I think that's when you know you've found your thing. Like when you, exactly what you just said, you live and breathe it. It's something that you you truly love and enjoy. And it's not work. It doesn't feel like a job. It doesn't feel like this hard thing you do. It's just something that you genuinely enjoy doing and you want to you want to do more of it. And the benefit is it actually helps people. Like you're solving a solution for people and, you know, um, finding the right person for the right job there's an art to that. Like it's not an easy thing to do. So the fact that you're somebody who can come in and, and, and do that for somebody else and take all that pressure off them and, and all that hard work out of it for them and, and you just do that is awesome. Yeah, I think I think there's a, a little bit of an art to it and a bit of a science to it as well. Mm. So I think it, it's really good to have an outside perspective so it's your business it's your baby and I think people get really caught up in hiring and and typically people hire because they're busy and they're overworked right (laughs) so they they desperately need some support and it's very sometimes very hard to be objective and remove yourself from the state that you're in right the stress that you need this assistance so I, I think the art to it is the personality and the reading people and that comes with me not being a spring chicken (laughs) and certainly not a spring chicken in my industry so although I may sound about 10 on the podcast (laughs) I've actually I've actually been around the block a little bit um so I I think you it's just exposure right so there's some businesses that I see and I actually think that they lend themselves quite well to young fresh energy like social media management it's really about your output and your skill whereas recruitment is a bit of a skill and a bit of an art like there's a lot of reading people um and you learn from your previous experiences right like when you've been burnt when someone's not been completely straight with you and then when there's that click and there's that vibe I just click my fingers. <laughs> you can hear that. Um, but when there's that click and when there's that vibe, so 
you know, you get to know your hiring managers and you really feel that energy off of them and what gets them out of bed and what gets them passionate. And then when you find their match, oh, it's just it's the best. <laughs> oh, it's funny. You can just see how much you love it just by like the way you're talking about it and like how you're explaining it. I can just, I, I can feel your passion. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah. I think like the, I'm always so excited when I speak to small business owners because they've gone into something with such purpose and such a reason. And I think people start a business. They start a business because they're really passionate about something they've done or something they're interested in or a gap that they see and a problem they can solve. And I don't think everybody's going into a business thinking about hiring a team. They just go into a business thinking, this is what I want to do. This is the problem I want to solve. And then, you know, they experience growth. They get their system set up. They maybe have outsourced a little bit of their business. And then when they hire a team, it's almost like sometimes a chapter they didn't see themselves getting to. Not everyone. Some people completely envisage it. And that's super cool. But I actually... I actually spoke to someone today and they'd grown and they'd COVID had affect their business. And then they were just getting back on their feet. And this is like a big step for them and they're excited, but they, I think some of the value they got out of their conversation with me was the objectivity of me not being in their business and just going, but that, you know, maybe that person doesn't exist that, you know, does huge varying <laughs> types of work and we actually decided it was do roles because they were physically in like different locations and yeah you know it's really talking it out I think so I am passionate about it I can wish yeah. around about it all day, every day. <laughs> so on that note I would actually love to know what made you start your business because obviously we've heard that you do have quite a background in recruiting already um so what made you decide to start the hiring advantage you know it's it's really interesting so my um corporate career has been really varied so like all good pommy backpackers that come to australia if you ever speak to anyone in recruitment Odds are they're a palm, or maybe they're Irish. <laughs> so I've got a really distinct Northern English accent, and I, I did fall into recruitment in Perth, actually, in 2010. And I, I did five years of agency recruitment, and then I went into internal recruitment in a bank. And then my career got really interesting after that, and I went into actually implementing recruitment solutions into big business, so into banks and telecoms and literally sitting down with the senior stakeholders and hiring managers and going what problems are you having in hiring and how can we fix the processes and then most recently (laughs) I went back to work for one of the big four banks and I worked in this massive project area and that was literally like designing teams so like real role design here's a multi-million dollar uh, budget to deliver a project and then working backwards to work out all the roles that you need to hire. Like, it's so interesting. And, and for me, I always knew I wanted to work for myself in something to do with hiring. Um, but it was just finding out what that was. So 
for anyone who's in recruitment, there's, there's sort of two sides to the coin. There's your candidates or your applicants, and then there's your clients or your hiring managers. So it was trying to work out where to support because the, there's two sort of logical career paths. You either go into some sort of recruiting job, working with businesses, or you go into like career coaching. And I, I'm both light me up, right? <laughs> because the end result is either way, a person gets a job and a company gets a person. So it, it I think in to answer your question, sorry, I'm going massively off topic. <laughs> but to answer your, top, your question, the reason I, I started it was just working out what was the gap and what aligned. And like you said, I got a business coach and I went to her with a couple of ideas and said, you know, career coaching or hiring for small business and we talked it out and the more I went down the hiring for small business path the more I got excited and the other thing is once you go down that path you like immerse yourself in this incredible small business community and I meet people like Renee (laughs) and other 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 people who are going through the same thing as you who are passionate and I guess where I got to is as this business continues and takes off that's the life I want and that's the community I want to be a part of and I feel that if I carry on going down the career coaching path not that it's not a possibility in the future because there's still alignment but I'd be out of that corporate world encouraging other people to step into it and I couldn't see that future and I could see the future of supporting small business owners and being a part of that community yeah it's amazing the community aspect isn't it of having a small business and and the like-minded people you get to be around like and something like what we're a part of in the mastermind that we're in is you get to meet the most amazing people and connect with them and you know for you to be able to do that in cooperation with your business I can see why that was the path that you chose because you know, it's just amazing to to meet people along the way and hear about their journeys and what they're doing. And you get to play a part of what their journey is as well. Like, mm. you know, what you do has a big impact on their business. You know, it's not just a small role that you play for people. So, um, yeah, I can see how that is, is an incredible path that you've taken. And the other thing is the options just aren't there, right? So... You know, I always think it's a like a wee bit unfair, right? So you've got big businesses of like all the money, all the budgets, all the resources, and then they get they have internal hiring teams who do the hiring managers hiring for them the massive chunk of the time. And they maybe don't even need that support with attracting the candidates because you're a huge brand, people are going to come to you, right? And then on the flip side, you've got small businesses who have got to like promote their brand, get it out there, learn all these skills of hiring, learn how to go to fair work, do everything from scratch on their own. And the options for them to hire are to go through your typical recruitment agency. And I'm telling you, these guys are charging like a 18 to 22% fee of the salary you pay the candidate. Like it's just not, it's not going to be possible for small business owners and that was the gap that I saw is Mm. providing a cost-effective solution and helping the managers get up to speed in terms of knowing what to do and they're not like freaking out (laughs) that it's something that's going to break their business because 
you know, that's just not where people are at when they're starting up and they're hiring their first team. Yeah. Remember. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. It's also knowing where your ideal client's at as well, isn't it? So, you know, you're very familiar with who that is for you and who you're wanting to attract as a client and looking at how you can solve their problems for them at where they're at now. Yeah. And I think the needs, the needs change. Like what my hope is that I do go into people and I support them with their first hire and like their businesses boom and they, they hire their own internal recruit or HR person or that they're in a position to pay the bigger fee, but that's just not what's going to get them up to speed initially in the first place. And I, I really believe in investing in expertise. So I've done it myself in my business. So I've, you know, paid to speak to a social media manager. I've invested in a business coach. I'll, I have hired VA support and will continue to do so because the thing that stresses me out when I watch other small businesses is watch one individual try and do everything themselves because it never works. <laughs> It is Nobody so can do hard. everything. Yeah. No one could be an expert in everything. It's just, exactly. it's, it's, you just watch people burn out and you watch people drown. And I know that there's another way. And yeah, yeah it's hot. It's hard. It can be very hard relinquishing control when you're the expert. Absolutely, it can be. And, and you know what, for some small businesses, maybe they don't want to hire a team and they can do everything themselves. And that's cool. But with a great growth comes great scaling, comes hiring, you know, it's, it's what, it's what we need to do to level up and go to that next level. Yeah. If that's the path that you choose. Yeah. It's interesting because I'm currently a one woman show and it's a lot we're wearing so many different hats in business and it, you know I can't wait to the point where I'm like Chrissy I need it I need a VA like hook me up <laughs> because it, it is a lot and I can see where so many you know small business owners do go down that burnout path quickly because you're, you're trying to do so many things and we only have so much time in a day to get everything done that you know, sometimes we do need to outsource to the right person so we can actually have a bit more freedom. And, you know, a lot of us go into business for that freedom lifestyle. You know, we want mm. to have time freedom for ourselves. And so, you know, sometimes we need to, you know, take those steps to make that happen. So on this note, I would love to know how you personally manage your time because one thing we haven't actually touched on yet is the fact that you're a mum. So yeah, yes. <laughs> you're not just running your business, you're also a mum as well. And I'm always intrigued to find out how you manage your time because, you know, it is a lot. You know, running a business in itself is takes up so much of our time and our mental energy as well. And then, of mm-hmm. course, being a mum is a whole other thing in itself as well. So I'd love to know how you sort of juggle the two. um so I have a son who is who turned three in November and we're we're chatting the end of January um and I have a daughter who is coming up to seven months 
And I think Renee, we've chatted in the past, but honestly, like the most inspired times in my life have been just after I've given birth. <laughs> I absolutely feel like superwoman and that I can do anything. I'm like, shit, yeah, I gave, I created life. Look at this, you know, that Lion King moment with the baby <laughs> where you hold it up. And I, I just think there's something so powerful about becoming a mom that you cannot possibly understand until you've been through it. Mm-hmm. And for me, especially having a daughter, I was like, the the responsibility and inspiration of becoming a role model was huge. Like, what do I want to show her about being a strong woman? Mm. And I'm not a young mom. Um, I'm not an ancient mom. No, <laughs> you're I'm not. not. Like a 20, I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm not a teen mom. I've had a substantial career in corporate, so it was like, how do I get that balance? And for me, it's not even balance, right? I actually really like work, so I really like putting hours into work. But I like being able to work when I want to work. Mm. So I like working at night and having phone calls with um applicants in the evening or on the drive home from work and then you know working at nap time and then going for a walk in the middle of the day so I think for me my juggle is primarily driven by what you have to do at what times in mum life and then work in the business around that. So it's almost backwards mm-hmm. to how it's been in corporate, where you work your family life around your job. I'm flipping it on its head and working my business around my family, but still being available in work hours for people, but yeah. not having that typical nine to five structure. And that's the beauty of having your own business, isn't it? That you actually get to decide that. You get to decide that I can do, you know, work of an evening and then I've got the morning time with the kids or whatever it might be. You get to decide that because it's your business and you you get to set those hours for yourself. And that's the best part, isn't it? And I think it's the best part. And, like, I, I love working in a burst. So I'm, like, two hours, two hours, two hours. <laughs> kind of how it works I guess so for me it's like early morning get up before the kids get up then kitty winning round time then morning nap time then break time then work time then bedtime then work time yeah but for me I like it because it's burst and I'm getting breaks in between and I'm not like getting that fatigue that I get that I used to get working a big long day Mm. yeah I actually find the same thing I find that because I'm a bit like you in the sense that I'm working you know my business around my family and Mm -hmm. so I am typically doing the same as you sometimes I will get you know a a chunk of you know half a day where I'm solidly Mm -hmm. working but most of the time I'm doing it in spurts and I actually find I feel like I'm a lot more productive because I know okay I've got an hour and a half what can I get done? And I, I sort of really make the most of every minute of that hour and a half I've got because I've only got that time frame to work in as well. So I find that it's it's beneficial, but I guess you've got to do what works for you and your family and that can be the key thing because 
you know, sometimes our children don't cooperate either, do they? <laughs> well, the other thing I have is I have set days in daycare. So at the moment I have my son four days in daycare and my daughter two days in daycare. So there's two days where I'm literally like eight in the morning till six at night, solid in the business, which is like a freaking holiday. <laughs> I actually I because I'm a worker right like I actually really like to work so for me that's like holiday time uh and then the other time is the mix but for me I mean I'm probably doing as much hours as when I was doing a corporate gig (laughs) working in the business but it's varied yeah yeah it's funny my kids um like this like at the moment Chrissy and I are recording this at 9 p.m at night and um you know my kids are like I I said good night to them and then I've come downstairs to my home office where we're doing our podcast recording um virtually obviously Chrissy's not here in my home (laughs) um (laughs) but the kids said to me are you going to work and I was like yeah and my daughter who's just turned nine she said to me it's funny, we don't see you go to work anymore because, you know, when I used to work at my local hospital, they saw me physically like drop them off at daycare or school and then I'd go off to work in a uniform and then, you know, it's a very different setup because mm. now I'm working so much of my time in and around them. Half the time they don't even notice that I'm working because I'm, you know, doing it of a morning when they're still asleep or of a night when they've gone to bed. You know, you're able just to sort of, you know, do what you need to to make it work and then you have all the bribes right oh yeah <laughs> so <laughs> lots of bribes <laughs> um but I think for me it's the being present when you're present so like those blocks work so you're out the house you're off your phone you're there you're playing in the park you're playing in the park you're playing on the floor with your son my son's obsessed with monster trucks. I'm playing with monster trucks. Like I'm right into the monster trucks. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is, you've really spoken on something there because I think being present is the biggest key. It's like when you're you're working on your business, you're working on your business and, you know, everything else is put to the side. But then when you're in your mum mode, you know, being really present with the kids and spending that really quality time with them is so key as well because, we, you know, half the time with our businesses we're wanting them to succeed and do all these amazing things but we also don't want to fully take away from our home life as well we still want to be there for our kids and with our Mm. kids and and really making the most of that time and I don't know about you but I find that since having my business I feel like I'm more conscious of that and I really make sure that I'm doing all I can to still make the most of the time I've got with my kids when I've got it I think it's for me it's always been a a challenge that I consciously work on it so when I when COVID first happened and I was working in my corporate gig and the nature of my work meant that my hours went way up I found it really really tough and I just had my son at the time and I would literally have to find a way to do have you ever heard of a brain break do you know what a brain break is Mm -hmm. so I do a brain break which is like there's a great one for all the moms will know this but the shake your sillies out that dance <laughs> but I would have to do an equivalent like I'd have to smash on really loud music or go for a walk and then have a division from my work day to my home day and I still do that now I'm like 
okay, I've done this amount of time on my business. I've completed the tasks I need to do. I need to do something to snapping my fingers again sorry Renee <laughs> um, I need to do I need to I'm really snappy mood but um I need to do something to to separate to find that that break in the day and I think that's what's really changed since the pandemic is I used to go into the office every day and I had this train commute and that train commute was like magic I loved it in the morning I would listen to a podcast or I would put on music and that was my completely my own time to leave my house leave my kids say goodbye for the day that half hour commute was me time and then I go to work really energetic and then I would come home finish my emails do something else to break up the time and then have a little walk and then come home through the door as mum and I feel like we're all in a bit of a mishmash now so we've got Mm. to consciously drive those breaks those separations that work shift home shift while juggling Mm. um but for me it's it's quite often music or it's a podcast or it's trying to find something to snap me snap me out of it (laughs) that's a terrible habit on a podcast clicking my fingers but too much caffeine for me today I think it's funny but that's it's so true what you've said though we've usually got something even if we're not um fully aware of it we usually have something that we do that kind of does differentiate the the um work role and the home role Mm. so yeah it's different for everyone mine's music as well like I will do a dance or just I do something just to go from one to the other because I don't want to take all of that that energy and that brain load that I've got into my home life and you know say say for arguments like you've had a long stressful day at work you don't want to take that home with you you want to be able to you know step out of that and go into a different energy space when you go home to family and and, you know you're playing with your kids and things so if that's a really good tip for people you know if they've never heard of that to Find something yeah. that works for you that will help you shift from one mode to the other. Yeah, there's a, I actually posted on Instagram um, the other day, Gail Kelly, who was the first female CEO of a bank in Australia. So she was the CEO of Westpac for a number of years. She writes this beautiful quote about when I'm taking my son to soccer, that's what I'm doing. When I'm going for a walk with my daughter, that's what I'm doing. When I'm watching a movie, that's what I'm doing. I think it's so easy to let our mind wander and then you're not doing either thing well. Like if you're working in your business, working your business and your kids are fine doing what they're doing, if they're safe and happy. And then when you're with your kids, you're with your kids, not letting your mind wander to all the stuff. Mm. And I think it's like a muscle that you build. And like I work on it all the time because I'm actually a bit of a worker um but it's also mindful practices that I've read about as well so for me the idea of sitting in a yoga room is is really difficult because I've got a busy brain but mindful activities where I'm focusing on the activity that I'm doing like I'm walking with my I'm walking to pick my son up from childcare and we're smelling flowers we're smelling the flowers we're talking about the color of the flowers we're in that moment 
because those moments are precious and they're not going to be around forever and he's not going to want to smell the flowers with me one day I know I actually somebody put on um Facebook um the the day before my daughter turned nine so she turned nine yesterday and she's my eldest so I've also got a five-year-old son and they put on Facebook a picture of their teenage kid who I know this is somebody a friend Mm -hmm. of mine and they said it was captioned and said you know enjoy and play with your kids now while they still want to play with you and want your time and energy and attention and oh my gosh it hit me so damn hard because Mm -hmm. I was also like emotional because I was like oh my gosh she's turning nine like oh my gosh you know all the feels for that but then I was like you know how sometimes you just you read something or you see something it can really hit you and it's like you know as as a lot of people say like the days are long but the years are short and it's like that's how it feels like we you know our kids childhood with us is only you know for a certain time frame and it's like being present in those moments is so precious and valuable that it's so important that we really do take the time and energy to just stop and do those little things with our kids and 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 you know have those attention moments because our kids remember things like that as opposed to all the other stuff they'll remember those little moments that we might even forget ourselves and one day they'll they'll sit down and go remember when we used to this and you think that was so small like and you know somewhat insignificant but they'll remember but it's the rituals right that's what I look back at my childhood and you remember like I remember my mom singing in the bath to me every night and I remember the song she sang because we literally did the same thing for like you know six years with the same songs and it it's building those rituals and those traditions because I think what stays with you with your kids and what stayed with me from when I was a kid is like repetition and then the big moments yeah you know that's what sticks so I think I think there's a lot of joy to be found in the little moments that you do every day so the walking from daycare the putting the putting the knives and forks on the table and making a game I have this thing with my son at the moment that's super cute so he was obsessed with Halloween <laughs> he was obsessed with Halloween about six <laughs> months before Halloween and now whenever he gets like a little graze or a little cut we'll say you've got a zombie toe right and then we'll wiggle his toe and make a zombie noise <laughs> and he's three so he's always got a zombie toe or a zombie elbow or a zombie knee <laughs> yeah but there that's our little little thing you know run up to us and be like oh my zombie day and everyone will make a little noise so it's Aww. pretty adorable but hopefully that'll be his thing I feel like it will be because it'll be like you know he'll he'll get older and he'll be talking about it and he'll think that this is a standard thing everyone used to do and then he'll be like oh just us <laughs> well maybe his kids will have you know maybe his kids will have zombie toes and zombie knees exactly. and it will like it will live on you know it'll start a family like tradition <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, I have loved chatting with you. I just know that the audience who are listening are going to, you know, really get a lot out of our conversation. And, you know, for those mums who, I guess, have a small business and they're at that stage where they're looking to maybe scale or they've reached that point where they're like, you know, I can't physically do anymore and I think I need to, you know, to take that step of hiring somebody. What advice would you have for them? I think it's a, it's, a, it's a good question. And I think I don't always think hiring is the answer. So I think 
there are steps you can take before you hire. So process improvement, making sure your systems are right, um, maybe rim fencing some work and outsourcing. I think a huge part of hiring is, is that what you want to be in your business? Do you want to be a leader? Do you want to have a team of people working underneath you? Because I think that is huge. And if that is something that you want that gets you excited, then look into hiring. But it really shifts what your business is going to look like becoming a people leader and having people who are dependent on you and report into you. If it's what you want and it's growth that you're after, for me, my best part of my job is having a team and managing people. I absolutely love it because it's freaking lonely on your own, as you said. Um, And knowing that you can make this amazing company and this incredible workplace culture and having that team, to me, that is like absolute dream. And to so many people it is. And once they get over that hurdle, they love it. But what I would say to small business owners is if that's the growth that you want, make it happen and don't wait until you're drowning to do it. Yeah. And if you're unsure, there are people out there to help you. I would love to help you and I'm happy to have a chat with anybody who's interested and if it works out that we're a good match fantastic but if not I can absolutely point people in the right direction because yeah. it bothers it bothers me to think that there would be someone who wanted to hire or who wanted to grow or who wanted to give work away and they didn't know which way to go um, yeah. and this community has been huge in offering me that when I've not known what to do in my business, I've spoken to other experts and they've helped me and I would absolutely do the same for anybody out there. Yeah, so on that note, where can listeners find you? Where can they best connect with you? So I hang out on the gram, um, so at Hiring Advantage and my website is also hiringadvantage.com.au. Perfect. One word. I was quite surprised it wasn't taken, but, you know, it was free. It was meant to be. That's what it, it was. It was meant to be. Yeah, lovely. Well, I'm going to put all of Chrissy's details in the show notes so you can easily just click on them. And, you know, I encourage you to go over to Instagram and say hi, let her know that you've listened to the podcast and, um, yeah, start a conversation from there. Thank you. And I love your podcast, Renee. It's so Aww, <laughs> I've been following you for a while and obviously we chat so thank you so much for having me oh thank you so much I've absolutely loved um chatting and even more so loved you know being able to have you on the podcast and have other people you know hear about what you do and you know just learn from somebody who's doing all the things because you know it's very inspiring for mums to hear of other people's journeys and experiences and know that it is possible to to have a business and be a mum and manage it at the same time because you know we still want to, um, you know, be doing all the things that we love and enjoy and that fulfill us and, you know, ignite that passion that we've got. But we also love our mum roles too. And we sort of, you know, it is possible to have it all. Um, and, you know, you're somebody who shows that. So thank you so much for being on. I think it's possible to have it all just to make sure you're surrounded by very supportive people and you ask for help when you need it. Exactly. Actually, That's that having is- it all for me. That is such a good tip to end on. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much, Renee.
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. To learn more, you can go to reneeoneal.com. I'm so grateful for you being here and super glad you've taken the time out for yourself to tune into today's episode. If you loved the episode, don't forget to hit subscribe so you can catch the next one when it's released. Also, if you share this podcast to your Instagram stories and tag me at renee.oneal, I will be sure to send you a little gift straight to your DMs as a thank you.